0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the N Squared podcast, where I talk about all things nerdy, uh pro wrestling related, sports-related, beer-related, really whatever I feel like talking about. And today I am back again with my co-host, best friend Josh. What's up, dudes? So today I said welcome back. And although you might be listening to this for the first time, the very first episode is up on my YouTube channel at nerdy nick underscore 91 on youtube look it up we had a great time talking about all kinds of shit uh, and i should also mention this is just audio format only we're not set up yet to do video format as well so we're working on that and we'll get to it when we can but for now just enjoy this audio goodness all right that was me putting my watch away because this damn microphone picks up everything excuse me so what have you been up to
1: me just been being lazy and playing a lot of elden ring that's what i've been up to
0: yes speaking of elden ring how many hours have you put in now last time we talked i think you said you're over 170
1: oh yeah i'm roughly at 196 hours
0: (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ
1: and that's with that break i I took when i went Mm -hmm. to Georgia to visit
0: yeah you were gone for like four days
1: five days damn so i would have put in another 20 hours there
0: that's fucking crazy that's ridiculous i've so last time you're over we played um streets of rage 4 and we beat that and i think that was fun that might be it as far as like my gaming went this past week
1: oh my god dude. yeah
0: so for those of you or who, who are listening josh and i both do maintenance work at different apartment complexes and for the last couple of weeks i've been on call in addition to my regular um eight hour shifts during the day and i'm pretty much the only maintenance guy at my apartment complex that i work at we have 300 apartments tons of work to do the whole place is under renovation and everything but um we just hired a new guy but he's got like no experience and i've still been trying to teach him and whatnot so anyways i've been on call a lot and i've been getting called out a lot for emergencies um i have pretty much averaged. yeah emergencies and air quotes i've been on call f- for about three weeks now and i've been averaging getting called out at least once per day and I, that's averaging because I'll, I'll get called out multiple times a day sometimes and
1: it's ass when that happens
0: it is like Even when I looked at my paycheck when I got, because this this Friday was payday. Yeah. I looked at my paycheck and I was like, how much got taken out in taxes? You know, because like the more, because it is like time and a half. Yeah. But it sucks just because it's like the more time you work, the more the government takes. Yeah, I know. So it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. So yeah, I I did play um, because Brittany and I have been watching. It's a, a series that used to be on WWE network but that got absorbed into the whole peacock, uh, sub, uh subscription service. Hmm. And it, there's a series on there called the Monday night war, which is about, uh, Monday night raw going head to head with WCW's Monday nitro. Hmm. And nitro actually took over, um, in the ratings war because raw and nitro were on at the same time. Same day. But the difference was WCW was live and raw was pre-taped. So sometimes WCW would be like, Oh, you don't want to watch raw because this is the outcome of the match. So they would spoil it, but then that would sometimes backfire and people would be like, Oh, that did happen. I'm going to go watch. Yeah. You know? So we've been watching that. Um, and I have all the WCW games on the 64 and, PS1, so I decided to pop in WCW NWO Revenge on the 64, and I looked up, there's the manual online, I have just the cartridge only, and with wrestling games, there's like all these different buttons for all these moves, all these different combinations, so I looked up the manual and I mastered the gameplay, because normally I was like a button master when I would play
1: them. I was the same way, don't worry.
0: Yeah, and so I did the championship mode which is basically like a tournament, right? Like yeah. you do one match after the next, after the next, all the way till you get to the champ. And the champ was Hulk Hogan. And I had no problem with anybody. Like I was playing as Sting, but it was like his, you could change the costume to be his like 1980s theme to early 90s. Hmm. He was like blonde, had a buzz cut. Is he that
1: had, that bright yellow costume? It was all different kinds of colors. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: But his face paint would always match his uh, pants. Yeah. And, um, like I said, I had no problems with anybody really. Um, but then Hulk Hogan came out and it was just like, OP, completely (laughs) overpowered.
1: He's like, you're not winning. The first time he hit me, like
0: my dude got stunned and was like, you know, normally that takes a while. You got to take a lot of damage. Yeah. So I ended up losing and I was, I got really pissed off. So I turned, I turned off the game, but I had spent like 30 minutes already trying to get there, you know? yeah and i was like this is <laughs> fucking bullshit you know but anyways that that's about the extent to my gaming i tried to play a little bit of a brilliant diamond um on the switch oh yeah you know, the, the pokemon oh, yeah. game i think i maybe spent like 10 minutes before i like fell asleep because i was playing it in bed you know?
1: I know it's so hard to like especially when you're at night mm-hmm. it's like when you had a long day you had all these calls and all that you try to get home it's like let me relax and play yeah and you sit down and you're like oh mm-hmm. i'm so tired
0: <clears throat> excuse the background noise i'm grabbing a paper bag i know my microphone loves this right now but i did get some pickups a couple of days ago i went to bookman's uh, and Bookman's here in Arizona is a uh, used book, comic, movie, VHS. It's like just, you know, your, your run-of-the-mill kind of uh, used games and, and whatever store. So I got Wipeout 64, which I love the Wipeout series. I did a, a video on my channel about, like, gaming series that I want to come back. Yeah. This was mentioned on there. I
1: remember uh, we had a conversation about that yeah, a
0: ago. The Futuristic Gaming, because we, we played this on the PSVR at Luke's.
1: Oh yeah, Wipeout, you yeah,
0: know? yeah, 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 yeah. I think that was like the last thing that came out for Wipeout,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then I got Jet Moto Three, another futuristic racing game. You know, um, I've never played the third one. I've only played the second one. The second one's one, one of my favorite games ever. Um, and then of course I got some comics as well. I looked out, and they're I went on Friday night, and they had just a lot of shit. Last time I had went, they were like pretty they look like they needed to be refilled in like the gaming area and the comic area. So I got this cool one of uh, captain America. <clears throat> so it's called in the grip of nightmare. Nightmare is a a villain that was rumored to be in Dr. Strange two for a while.
1: Ooh, that artwork is really cool.
0: Yeah. I got this other captain America, this one it's like captain America, but it's a scroll. It's probably during like the secret invasion um, angle. So you know, like scrolls can like shapeshift. You ever see uh Captain Marvel?
1: Uh, you know what I have yet to see that. Movie.
0: Oh, okay, so that's where they show the scrolls.
1: Ah oh, okay. Looks like a goblin.
0: Yeah right. Mm-hmm. And then I got another cable. It's called Bad to the Bone. I like the X Men comics in the 90s because it'll say like on the top right, you know, or top left, it'll say Marvel Comics. It'll have the X Men logo, it'll say X Men, and it'll say what month and what year.
1: Oh, nice.
0: You know, and then what issue number? Uh, this one's called Bad to the Bone, featuring the return of Marrow. Marrow is one of those villains that's like C tier or whatever, but I got a Weapon X comic. It's just about Wolverine. This is after the story of Apocalypse, after the age of Apocalypse. And then another cable. Uh, it's called The Death of a Nation. X Men Deluxe from February. I like the Deluxe comics because they normally. It'll be like a deluxe or like a semi-annual yeah. where they're thicker. So that there's more content to the books.
1: The hell that, that villain looks crazy. What the hell?
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. I've never really, um, uh, I mean, I haven't picked up any of these comics or like gotten into the, these storylines. So I'm excited to look through them. They're all the, the art style I likes. So it worked out really good. Yeah. All right,
1: all right. So, time to get into the Q and A. So, Brian asks, "Who would win in a fight, Zangief or Mike Hager?" I'm gonna leave this one to you because I haven't. I don't really watch that right now. So no,
0: no th- those aren't real life pro wrestlers, dude. <laughs> Who are they? Zangief is the big Russian fighter from Street Fighter. Oh God. Yeah, and Mike Hager is um, a character from Final Fight. So I cosplayed played. as I cosplayed as him as before, like the green pants with like the oh, leather yeah. strap that goes across.
1: See, I haven't played that in so long. I didn't know their names.
0: Yeah, so from what I understand, Mike Hager um, was he was a pro wrestler. He was even featured in this game called um, Saturday Night Slam Masters. It was a Capcom uh, pro wrestling game for the. Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis.
1: Pro wrestling? Really? Yeah,
0: but it's it doesn't act wow. like a pro wrestling game. It acts more like a, like a fighting game, mm-hmm. but on the scale of like a Streets of Rage, where you can move up and down,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, yeah, in a two-directional yeah. kind of, or um, a 2D kind of means, but you're doing it in the wrestling ring. It's a really yeah. fun game. I really like it. Um, and then... Yeah. Once he retired from pro wrestling, he became the mayor of a city, which takes place in the, the Final Fight games. Yeah. I have the Final Fight arcade cabinet over there. Oh, okay. Um, he has this, like, pile driver move where he picks you up, jumps up in the air, and then, you know, slams you head first into the ground. Well, Zangief has the same move, and Zangief actually stole moves from Haggard. 'Cause they, they kind of keep it like in canon, right? You know, yeah. in, in the same universe because it's all Capcom. Um I don't know. I feel like I've even seen a video from Death Battle where they had Hagar uh, and Zengi fight.
1: Huh. We'd have to watch that. I know.
0: I gotta look that up.
1: I, I But first you gotta create your own opinion. Yeah, you I know, I know which one you think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I would think that with experience I would probably give it to Hager just because he was a pro wrestler longer and then he was also in the final fight storylines where he was beating up dudes that were hitting him with weapons and and guns and knives and so he's got to be tougher you know what I mean so I'd probably give it to to him that's a really good question Brian Um, you can go fuck yourself for making me think that hard And I can't wait to record our Bonus Beers episode, which you can catch over on Drink Beer, Play a Game, Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you can catch our Bonus Beers patron-exclusive episode.
1: All right, time for the next question. Brittany asks, would, what would you say is your favorite all-time game?
0: See, like
1: that's making just, you think today <laughs> yeah
0: that that's just a bunch of bullshit really talk about a fucking loaded question i guess all right
1: this one's a toughie
0: yeah because oh it's like evelyn asked me the other day dad what is your favorite song i looked at her and i, was, I told her that you really can't answer that question because there are so many songs there's so many it could de- it could depend on your mood it could depend on the day it could depend on the fucking time of the day whatever
1: not only that it depends on the genre too yeah cuz like you could be have a certain mood for a certain genre mm-hmm. and you'll have one that you listen to a lot and then there's you know another genre that's i don't know it just it's that's too hard to answer
0: i would say Oh man. Okay. So I've got like my top three kind of like cycling through my head right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to Ape Escape because that's just a game that I can pick up any day of the week, play it, feel just as thrilled as the first time I played it. Because oh. I even talked about that game in my YouTube video where 10 franchises that I want to see come back.
1: Wait, wasn't it your number one? Or I was like
0: Yeah, you helped me film that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I just I love that game. I love it. Um Yeah, that that's probably it. That's probably my favorite game of all time. It's just for those of you who don't know, who have never played it, it's such a fun game. It's like um it was like one of the first games to make you use the, the dual shot controller on the PS1. It has really cool 3D graphics. You're running around catching apes throughout different periods of time in different settings because they're trying to take over the modern day current world. So yeah, it's just really cool. It's a fun game. What about you, dude?
1: Oh, that's such a hard one because like I'm not I'm not super huge on the nostalgia thing with uh, old school games. Like I yeah. really do like the old games that I played back when I was younger. But at the same time, I really enjoy some of the newer games that come out. For example, Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. I've put in almost oops, sorry.
0: <laughs> that was Josh's fucking um, text tone. Yeah. <laughs> what is it from? Borderlands.
1: Borderlands two. Yeah.
0: And Burn all the babies. Yeah. It was yeah. Tiny Tina. Yeah.
1: Um, thing is, like for example, like all some of the newer games, like Elden Ring. You already mm-hmm. know I've put in almost two hundred hours on that. That's thing. a lot of your life man. I know. <laughs> But there's like a lot of a lot of new games that I'm super into. Mm-hmm. Some of like the Dark Souls series, uh, Call of Duty, like Black Ops 2 was one of my top favorite games for a long time. Right. Um I can't really pick. Cause I mean, story-wise, I'd probably have to say God of War 4 okay have you ever played that one <laughs> didn't you pick it up i did
0: we, you <laughs> oh, were with me yeah. when we're at best buy i got it in the fucking um oh, wait, no that was when i got the the cool steel box uh, steel book for doom eternal yeah and then god of war was only like 10 bucks
1: oh yeah Wait, yeah. did you get freaking um star wars uh
0: squadrons squadrons that uh-huh. you also haven't yep watched? it's installed <laughs> No, but then I had to delete it for storage space. <laughs> oh my god!
1: I was gonna say, at least you uh, you know unwrapped it. Yeah. But, you know, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, because like, you know, story wise, I could say that one, but gameplay wise, I don't know. I'd have to think more on that one. Just, I feel
0: like you're play, gonna say like Dead Space.
1: That's my you, favorite horror game. Okay. Not my favorite game.
0: Oh. Uh, well, sorry Brittany, Josh doesn't have
1: an answer. Yeah, I can't answer that one. <laughs> all right. So, next question. Crook, crooked Crooked. 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 Oh. Mm-hmm. Crooked does
0: stuff. That's his uh, Twitter handle.
1: Oh, okay. Crooked does stuff asks, "What is the ultimate food of all time?" Man, this they... Just throwing a yeah. lot of
0: questions. Today's good for questions. I don't know.
1: Also, what is the worst food of all time?
0: Do you have an immediate answer?
1: Hmm. Honestly, mine is kind of biased just because, you know... Well, I don't know if it's biased, but... it's because you're fucking Mexican? Is it going to be Mexican food? Oh, no. Not even close. <laughs> I was going to say Greek food. Huh. Mm. Yeah. Huh. That was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Had Greek food, uh, mate. Uh, cause I was working and doing an internship, internship huh. at a weight loss clinic, and the doctor that owned the place had a uh, had a boyfriend that was Greek, and he uh, we had like a little event going on, and he cooked up a ton mm-hmm. of food mm-hmm. for you know all the patients and all that. But when I ate it, I'll I'll say it's by far the best food I've ever had. It was light but flavorful.
0: Mm-hmm. Mediterranean diets normally are. <laughs> yeah. So is is Greek food your ultimate food of all time?
1: I'd probably say, yeah, because yeah. it was, it's the food that impacted me the most. Okay. It's super <laughs> fucking memorable. I, I, well, that's all yeah. I'm say, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. I think for me, the ultimate food, it might sound cliche, but I, I, I'm leaning really towards sushi. Really? Yeah. Because with sushi, you have such a variety of different roles. That's true. You know, and like as a fitness uh, enthusiast and bodybuilder, you get a good source of protein, good source of, of carbohydrates. It's not really that heavy. <laughs> so you can eat a fuck ton of it and feel satisfied and get proper nutrients. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Sorry, my, you, you're hearing stuff in the background. Don't worry about it. It's just people walking around. Endorse, opening and closing. This, my fiance is bringing in some groceries. Um, So, yeah, like, I love sushi. And if you want to make it a, if it's a little too bland, you get some wasabi, you get some ginger, you get some soy sauce. You know, you yeah. mix it up, dip it in, whatever. Um, I, Yeah, because, I mean, I could say, oh, man, that extreme fajitas burrito from Filiberto's is, like, fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, or the the fucking land and sea quesadilla that they
1: got—that's mm-hmm. delicious.
0: But I feel like fucking dog shit afterwards. Touche.
1: Yeah. Touché. You know.
0: <laughs> and then anytime you get philbertos you're like, might get food poisoning. <laughs> might well, be all right.
1: <laughs> that's with any fast food place.
0: Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I'm just gonna stick it with uh, stick with sushi.
1: I'll say that wasn't even like cliche. That was actually surprising. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm gonna say what you think. I was gonna say a fucking steak. Italian, <laughs> Italian, <laughs> uh, Italian food's good, man, and you know I make my own sauce and I make my own noodles and stuff, but it's very carb heavy. You know, very carb heavy.
1: So, what about worst food of all time?
0: Do you have a worst food? I'm
1: trying to think of it. I know I've had some pretty bad experiences, but not enough to be like, oh my God, I will remember this for all time, never touch that.
0: Yeah. I would, okay, I would probably say worst food of all time for me, and a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but it's uh, anything like squid related, I just, I can't. What? Yeah. Why? I don't like the texture. It's like too rubbery, too chewy. Unless it's like the fucking calamari you order at like Carabas or whatever, right? You can't really... Yeah, it's it's fucking deep fried. You know, like... And also, I just... Tentacles. Not a fan.
1: So you've never had that squid that's so raw that you put a little salt water on it and it starts squirming around? Fuck no. I saw a video
0: of that (laughs) shit like two years ago and this Chinese chick was like or Japanese, whatever, Asian chick, the video started after the salt. So I just saw it moving around on her fucking plate. And I was like, thing's still fucking alive. And she's like smiling with chopsticks, you know, like chasing it around the plate. And I was like, this is fucking, stop it. Fucking animal abuse or something. Yeah. But like, even for me too, also I'll say it's a tie between like, squid, octopus, and tripe. Tripe. The meat and menudo. Oh, yeah. The, the fucking intestine lining.
1: Mm. Yeah. You, you, well, I mean...
0: it's It looks I, I, gross. I understand
1: that. You I mean, know, it's, and like,
0: knowing what it is,
1: it's, it's, one it's one fucking things gross, world.
0: man. Yeah. Intestine lining. Well,
1: well, it's one of those things where it's like, if you didn't grow up with it... I well, did! Like, what? Yeah! That, that makes it even worse. I what? know, I
0: fucking <laughs> hate it. <laughs> Anytime I get my though, I always boop, pop pop it out of the bowl. You know, like no thanks. Who wants this? You know,
1: but it tastes so good
0: though. I'm good with the fucking hominy and you know, green onion, whatever cilantro. But I'm not. I'm not about the tripe life, man.
1: Oh man, that's that's surprising. It, uh, if, you, if you didn't tell me you grew up with it, yeah. I would have been like, that's my dad used
0: it. to pick it up every Saturday from Tanya's. What? It was a Mexican little hole in the wall Mexican place, but uh where I lived. Yeah, I think it's just because of the, the same the same thing as the squid and the octopus. is a texture. It's very rubbery, very chewy. You know, and it just, to me, after knowing that it's like intestine lining, I'm like, that's where shit runs through. <laughs> like, that's fucking disgusting. Uh, you know how many times that pig shit in its life? And it ran does- through that piece?
1: Yeah. Touche. Okay. <laughs> I mean... Hey, I like it, so I can't really say anything <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so I guess that's it for the... Uh... You didn't answer. Oh. Yeah. Well, remember what I said? I, I just couldn't really... There was nothing really that I could think of. Because I've had bad experiences, but not enough to be like, you know what? I will never touch that again. Really? Yeah, because there's some foods that I've had that tasted bad at one place, but another place tasted good. Like, because, for example, the first time I ever had sushi, uh-huh. it was so shitty I thought i would never eat sushi again oh and then like six seven years later i ate it again mm-hmm. and it was like the best damn thing i've ever had so it's you know, huh. okay so that's why it's i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna have that
0: gotcha all right well that'll do it for our q a section we'll be back in a brief moment to go over the main topics All right, and we're back. Are you going to speak?
1: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, so yeah, let's continue our topic from uh, last time. Basically, Mm -hmm. you know how E3 basically just got
0: canceled. Yep, not happening.
1: Yeah. So, we'll bring up, do you notice about the uh, gaming dry spell that we're having?
0: Yeah, so... There's really not a lot of, like, big AAA games that are coming out at all this summer. And even... I'm, I'm surprised. So, have you played uh, Horizon Zero Dawn?
1: Not yet. I
0: wanted to, the, though. The first one?
1: Oh, the first one, yes. I played
0: okay. One. The second one came out,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it came out, I think, the same weekend as Elden
1: Ring did. Well, it and, did, but yeah. you get. Gotta, you gotta, Elden Ring was such a, a highly anticipated game. But see,
0: so is Horizon Zero... Er, Horizon Forbidden West is what they call it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that that might have been one of the last big, big AAA releases coming out until later on in the year. Yeah. We did get like Kirby's Forgotten Land, I think is what it's called. Forgotten Lands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like post-apocalyptic Kirby game. Yeah. I don't really know what else is coming out at all this summer. Normally summer's pretty dry but at least you had e3 to kind of
1: fill get, in that gap
0: fill on yeah. the gap give you all the big news of what's coming out and stuff and even the breath of the wild 2 that one's been delayed it's been delayed
1: well what i heard those people are saying that it delayed because Elden Ring came out and it came out with such a huge following such a positive like you know um fan base yeah uh, no uh acceptance like it was accepted mm-hmm. so well it's like they don't want to compete for game of the year which honestly oh, okay. makes sense to me As like, i think it was breath of the wild and one other game where well, they, they they wanted to wait until next year because hmm. it makes sense if they want to get game of the year yeah. elven ring was so successful it's if they, it doesn't get a game of the year i'm gonna be pissed <laughs> that's that's kind of petty
0: because I mean, I get it, yeah. but what does Game of the Year really get you? Aside from, you know, you can release a, a Game of the Year edition later yeah. on, like DLC or whatever included. Ugh, excuse me. But um, I, I also heard that Breath of the Wild 2 got delayed because the game is too big for the current Switch. Hmm. And that it would bring up a whole new talk about another switch model coming out and stuff and, and whatever. But see if Nintendo, I think it would kind of bite them in the ass if they were going, because breath of the wild two is delayed until like next spring, right? Yeah. So if you're Nintendo, it would be really dumb to bring out a new piece of hardware or another switch next spring, because that's going to hurt your Christmas sales, your holiday sales. People aren't going to want to buy a current switch when they can just wait a couple more months and get the new Switch.
1: Yeah. And it's too early to announce one now.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> even the rumblings of it and stuff. Because, like, Nintendo, they they know, and I think we all know, they're not really competing with Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. Because it's, it's really just, like, two different worlds right yeah. there. You know, the Switch is still selling really well. The Switch Lite, the OLED, and all that stuff. I mean... We've got the OLED and the original Switch here at, at my, my place. But it's it's doing fine, I think, for what it is. Nintendo's always been that company that's just going to kind of do their own thing, at least in the modern modern era of gaming. Yeah. Nintendo and Sega, you know, they were like the big boys. Late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s and stuff. Um, and then, of course, PlayStation came out, changed the game. And then um, PS2 and Xbox, yeah, you know, and GameCube and, and whatnot. But you could always tell that Nintendo was doing their own thing. When everyone went to disc-based media, they still stayed with the cartridge format in N64. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it would just be really dumb for Nintendo if this is the case, right? Like, say it needs a better processing unit or something for Breath of the Wild 2 it would just it would hurt their sales and i think it would kind of like hurt their reputation a little bit yeah they already kind of like took a little bit of a a a jab when they brought out the oled model because it still wasn't like 4k compatible or Mm. you know better Mm. battery life or or this or that it was just yeah it was just a nicer screen
1: yeah
0: in handheld mode that's it you know it does make a difference because i did see the difference i put up evelyn's uh switch Next to mine, and I looked at the screen. I was like, damn, this is a drastic improvement. Yeah. But gameplay-wise and shit, it's all the same. <laughs> you know, and Nintendo's not known for, like, their graphical enhancements or anything like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, on top of that, their games aren't that large in file size.
0: mm Like, and, and, like, even with, um, like, the current graphics that it can handle on the Switch... Um, handheld or docked because it doesn't make a difference sometimes with yeah. the gameplay. Um, dude, like when I played Mario Odyssey for the first time, I was hooked. The game looked great. Yeah. It was really fun. I don't necessarily believe the whole hype or or maybe this uh, idea that's floating around right now of Breath of the Wild Two is too big Yeah. the I don't Switch. Because like Breath of the Wild had like cel shaded graphics, right? Yeah. Yeah, like.
1: Yeah, come yeah. on! Like, not only that, I heard apparently they're reusing assets and reusing the map from Breath of the Wild, like well, the first one.
0: Why not? It's such a big and expansive game. Yeah, like, and they're adding
1: to it. Instead of like right. going underground, you're going to the sky.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So like a proper sequel, you're yeah. adding to the first. You
1: know? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't see why that would be an issue, file size and all that.
0: Yeah, and then, I mean, shit. I'm like happy, but not happy. Like, there's no Call of Duty coming out this year.
1: Thank God. You know? I got tired of that.
0: Yeah, but it also kind of sucks because you're just left with fucking Vanguard and Warzone. I've not touched Warzone. I have not fucking even thought about playing Warzone. See, man, that's the nice part about it, though, because they
1: weren't great games, honestly. Like, they were fun for a little bit.
0: Yeah, like, you and I will pick up Vanguard on my Series S, play it for like an hour or something. And the then, last time I played it was when you were over and we played it last, which was like maybe two months ago.
1: Yeah. And then other than that, I haven't touched it. Yeah. Like my copy at home, I have not touched it at all. Yeah. It's just, they're not as fun as they used to be.
0: No. And yeah. I, I oh, fucking hate the live chat. Why? Just everyone that plays, <laughs> it is like everyone is a fucking heel. You know what I mean? Like, no one's a babyface. No one is a good fucking teammate, you know? Everyone's oh. just a fucking heel. Everyone is a... F- it's so annoying.
1: Everybody's trying to, like, talk it, shit. And
0: everyone like, thinks they're the motherfucking badass. <sighs> and, you know, they're gonna fuck your mom. And da-da-da-da-da. It its so stupid. Yeah. Like, it, I'm glad I watched Letterkenny. Because it took my shit-talk level to a whole nother level. <laughs> you know? But, like... Normally, I just mute everybody, because I just want to play the fucking game. Yeah. You know?
1: I mean, it's rare, but I'll occasionally run into those people that, like, actually... They don't actually talk shit. They'll, like, do jokes. Right. You know, yeah, joke yeah. around, have fun. Yeah. You know, it's it's rare. Right. It sucks. It used to happen all the time. You yeah. Know? Back in, like, fucking Black Ops 1 uh-huh. or the war and all that, people would actually, you know, joke around, have fun. Now everybody, Now everybody wants to be a sweat and freaking... You know, try to be the best. Yeah. And,
0: like, it's cool, man. You know, I'm kind of one of those, uh, I worry about my my KDR a little too much. <laughs> you know. But it's only because I want to play good. I don't want to be that teammate in last every fucking match or whatever. You know what I mean?
1: Well, then get good. Right?
0: <laughs> and as far as, like, the whole chat thing goes, like, I'm 30 going on 31. I played Halo 2 online. I played Halo 3 online. I am all about the fucking death threats and shit, you know, that you used to get back in the day. Yeah. That's what I got, you know. Or the, the the audio messages people would leave you on fucking Xbox <laughs> Live, you know, like, oh, I'm a f- fucking mom and, you know, da da da, da whatever, like, cool, whatever, you know. Yeah. I'm not a softie by any means, but it's like everyone is a fucking... Um, like I said, everyone is like a fucking heel. Like, everyone wants to be MJF in live chat.
1: The thing is that everybody's like a carbon copy of each other because... And that's why they it's always annoying. always use the same uh-huh. friggin' insults and all that, same comebacks. Yep. It's like-
0: Do you remember that night you were playing? Uh, it was You You were at your apartment. Mm-hmm. I was here, and we were playing. It was kind of late, maybe like 11 or something. Yeah. And uh, I just started ripping into people. Uh-huh. And I got everyone fucking laughing and shit. That's what I like. Yeah. Just saying stupid fucking jokes or whatever, you know, like, and making fun of people to a certain degree or whatever, you know, yeah. it, it is what it is. But anyways, yeah, there's like no Call of Duty. That was a fucking tangent. Um, <laughs> there's no Call of Duty coming out this year. Halo Infinite already came out, you know, like...
1: And I heard it's dying out already pretty quickly.
0: I also read that they're going to be introducing a Battle Royale.
1: Oh, God, please no. Yeah.
0: I mean, unless they have, like, the whole map open. That would be kind of cool. How,
1: how would they do that, though? Huh?
0: Maybe, like, leave the... Because you know those, like, stations that you uh, rescue? Yeah. You know, maybe have those, like, weapon um, hubs open, the vehicle hubs open and stuff. So everyone... Oh. I, I would want to see Halo go into, like, a Battlefield kind of a gameplay mode where you have all the vehicles, you know, and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Because it would be so cool, dude, like, playing... On that map, seeing people in the fucking... Um,
1: Banshees. The or,
0: Banshees. What, what were the hornets? The hornets. You know, like, you're you're down, you're running around, you know, on the ground, zipping through with your fucking grappling hook or whatever, and you see, like, the battles going on in the sky. Yeah. You know, like, you're in the middle of a fucking firefight with somebody, right? And all of a sudden, Banshee just crashes because it got shot out of the fucking sky. <laughs> like, it's just fun, man.
1: Oh, um, Speaking about Battlefield, you hear how bad it's gotten? Mm-hmm. They're under, what, under 1,400 uh, concurrent players on Steam? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And the game came out, like, what, maybe, like, three months ago, four months ago?
0: It's got to be around four months, probably, yeah. Yeah.
1: And it already has that few players? hmm It's like, holy shit.
0: You know what's funny, man, is uh, do you remember Resident Evil Outbreak?
1: Mm-mm.
0: It was a PS2 exclusive, and it was uh, meant to be played online. You can still play it offline, yeah, but you could play it online as well. Oh, there's yeah. private servers up for that game again, and that <laughs> server I guarantee you has more players than Battlefield does.
1: Oh my god, yeah, that's insane!
0: Yeah, a PS2 game
1: <laughs> <laughs> which had their servers yeah. shut down so long ago.
0: I mean, so like, there's no new Red Dead, there's no new GTA coming out. I think we've got like a uh, new Saints Row coming out or a remaster. I can't remember what it is. Um, I don't know, man. Like there's a new Pokemon coming out, but that's like later on in the year. Huh. There's nothing really because I think I forgot whether I forgot what they're called. Whoever's listening is probably going to be like yelling at their phone right now. Like it's this, it's this. I do that all the time <laughs> when I listen to podcasts. But yeah, man. I don't know. It's just it's kind of lame. I kind of thought last year was lame, too. Last year with, with games and the big releases and, and stuff, I, I felt like...
1: I feel like it's coming, it's coming from the fact that, like, all these companies are just trying to, like, shell out games every single year. So, they, it just kind of... Right. Like,
0: They're more uh, focused on the annual releases of, you know, ongoing franchises. Makes for, sense, you quantity know. Quantity
1: over quality type thing. Yeah. So if we've just gotten used to a certain, you know, right. It's like, uh, call it, Like uh, rhythm of games just coming out, and now that things are slowing down, it's getting kind of boring. Yeah. But for me, I'm okay with it because you know that's, that means I get more excited with the newer games that are coming out.
0: Right. Like I, I was just thinking right now when whenever the next Doom comes out, hmm. I'm gonna be fucking stoked, dude. Oh yeah. Because Doom Eternal came out in 2020 like right when the pandemic really hit here yeah and i remember picking it up and being like this is it this is this is my fucking game of the year you know i I, i'm gonna play this game until i'm fucking dead you know which at that point you know it could have been the next day because covid was running wild and no one one had any idea what the fuck was going on you know but um yeah, like I'll be really excited when the next Doom comes out for sure, especially with the way the D- the DLC ended. Oh yeah. You you saw the video of it, right? No, well, I've I know seen, You didn't play it, but
1: yeah, I've seen like a bunch of like little clips, kind of pieces yeah. together. Yeah, I'm
0: still stuck on the DLC, <laughs> the Ancient Gods Part Two. Yeah.
1: Remember when you were stuck on like that one section <sighs> for like a month,
0: dude? Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> Well, I'm a fucking, what is it called when you like to hurt yourself a sadist or whatever? Uh, 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 Masochist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Masochist. I play it on the fucking most difficult difficulty, and (laughs) it's already a hard enough game, and then the DLC was stupid hard as well. Oh,
1: God. I remember watching you play that. That was insane.
0: (laughs) That'd be frustrating to watch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then Uh, you see those videos online where people are doing those sections, like it's
0: those are cake. PC players, man. Because they got the fucking hotkeys and shit. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think about the gaming dry spell this year? Is there anything that you're going to use to hold over? Or is there a game you're working on like Elden Ring? Which I'm sure you could be like Josh and put in over 200 hours now. You, I mean, you're going to be there soon, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, like maybe.
0: Four hours and you'll hit 200.
1: Yeah, roughly. Yeah.
0: Oh, I wonder if there is a... um an achievement. If you guys can Did you hear that?
1: Yeah, it's sounded like a little kid.
0: Yeah, I think the upstairs neighbor's kid got in trouble right now. <laughs> <laughs> um I wonder if there's an achievement or a trophy for like playing over 200 hours, Do you I, know? No. There isn't?
1: No, cuz I would have gotten that achievement with like previous Dark Souls games. Gotcha. Yeah, cuz okay. I uh, Dark Souls 3 alone I put like over 500 hours.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right, what's our next topic?
1: Since Pro-wrestling!
0: Yeah! So, the, our first episode was delayed by a week going up or, or two. I can't remember. But we recorded on WrestleMania weekend. Right? So, a couple of... Was? Yeah, it was. It was... Uh, we recorded WrestleMania Saturday. Hmm. And it was actually starting while we were recording. Oh. I remember in the episode, I said, it like, oh, it's 5.07, WrestleMania Has started. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, a couple big takeaways from WrestleMania that have kind of bled into current storylines for WWE. Um, Cody Rhodes has returned from AEW to WWE. Um, Feels really weird, honestly, to see him in WWE. He looks the same. He's got the same ring gear, the outfit and everything. Um, They are treating him like a big star. They are treating him like the prodigal son has returned. You know, and he's going through this big storyline right now cuz his dad, Dusty Rhodes, won the championship back in the day, hmm. but he won on like some weird um stipulation or something and he never got to keep the belt. So he came out, Cody Rhodes came out on the Raw after WrestleMania and gave this big speech in front of the entire audience um, and was saying, you know, like, they, they showed a picture of his dad. He was getting emotional. He started crying a little bit and said "He, it's his, like, destiny to bring that title back to his family and officially bring it back. Yeah. So he's on a quest to go after Roman Reigns who has both the Universal and WWE title oh. because Roman Reigns beat Brock Lesnar because it was champion versus champion at the main event on Sunday night. That match to me was like it fell short. They've had WrestleMania matches before. They fought each other before but like they brought Brock back in a big way and Roman Reigns, like I told you last time when we recorded, he's been on like one hell of a fucking tear. He's been like champion for over like five hundred days or something like
1: that. Yeah, I remember that conversation.
0: That match felt like riding a bike on a flat tire. It just, it, I don't know. To me, I, 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 I didn't feel satisfied with it. I felt like it mm. ended short.
1: Mm. Like they, they did this huge build up. Yeah, and then they didn't, you know, meet.
0: Like that to me, he, yeah, should have been like a half hour match, and I think it was like 10, 15 minutes. That's it. That, yeah. Oh
1: yeah. And there, there really wasn't
0: sure. a whole lot of memorable stuff. Apparently, Roman Reigns got hurt in the match; like he tore his tricep or something, because Brock put him in a kimura. No oh, shit. And he cranked it, and people. Um, I guess uh, the guys over at What Culture, um, they're the dudes I listen to on YouTube mm-hmm. all the time about ups and downs and. Wrestling news and whatnot, they said uh, Roman Reigns was saying it's out, it's out when he got put in the Kimura. Ooh. So it was either his shoulder maybe popped out or his tricep. I don't know.
1: <clears throat>
0: Excuse me. But either way, it was kind of whatever. Becky Lynch lost her title to Bianca Belair, huh. the famous, you know, hair whip chick.
1: God, that was such a brutal.
0: It was bad. Last WrestleMania. I still hear it. Yeah. I still hear it. Oh, yeah. It. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I don't really think any titles really changed all that much at WrestleMania. The biggest and best thing that came out of WrestleMania. Oh, oh before that even, Johnny Knoxville's match was awesome. He ended up winning. <laughs> he trapped Sami Zayn in a giant mousetrap. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wee Man, even, uh, I think he he soup no, body slammed.
1: Wait, Wee Man was in the match? Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wee Man, because it was a no no disqualification match. So anything goes.
1: So was Wee Man used, like, a fucking bat or
0: something? No, dude. Wee Man picked up Sami Zayn and fucking suplexed him or whatever.
1: (laughs) I don't know, dude.
0: I don't know. But it happened. (laughs) It was pretty crazy. And then Chris Pontius did his whole party boy gimmick. Oh from Jackass, yeah. you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm still stuck in the whole Wee Man thing. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you it didn't hurt too much because, you know, it's a sm- it's such a small distance to travel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. um, And then, oh, yeah. So, the big, I my biggest takeaway from WrestleMania was Stone Cold coming back after 19 years. Oh, yeah. He had his first match in 19 years. And we watched that because we were at uh, Luke and Renee's. Yep. Um, I was holding back a lot of tears. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah,
0: no, like, you know, I got my stone cold action figure, like right over there, you know, And, and I was just so excited to see him come back. And when Kevin Owens was like, Oh, I lied. I didn't ask. I didn't want you to come here for an interview. I wanted to, I wanted you to come here to have a match and then stone cold. Like the whole time he was just like so stone cold. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And he was like, well I accept, bring out the ref, ring the damn bell. You know, I was what is happening? Yeah. Oh fuck.
1: I was a witness, he was really wet that day. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah it was a great it was a great match you oh, know yeah. and, and oh, he was, was a good match yeah you know he's got really bad knees um he can't fully extend i think it's his right arm because he had a, like an elbow injury mm-hmm. so it can only come out to like here but i, I thought he kicked ass oh,
1: yeah.
0: you know and when he came out with the quad and was doing laps around the ring and shit yeah. you know
1: oh what no that was crazy though is that he kept going after the uh he got um what was it? Suplex onto the fucking concrete?
0: Yeah, when they were in the in the fan stands. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: Holy crap! Because it looked like he hit his head really hard. Yeah,
0: like that says a lot for Stone Cold to be like, "I'll take a concrete bump," you know? Like, oh yeah. Damn, like he didn't have to. Mm-hmm. He could have been the one doing that because I mean, he dealt most of the damage during the match. He ended up winning, yeah. um, and then. I think it was the next the next night, Pat McAfee. He was the punter for the Colts. He was the one I was telling you about. He had a match. He won against Austin Theory. And then out came Vince McMahon. Oh. Motherfucker is 76 years old.
1: Jesus.
0: He had a match with Pat McAfee right after Pat McAfee beat Austin Theory. And it was awful. (laughs) (laughs) It was horrible. When I, I was standing up right there, because Vince McMahon like kind of stood up, sat back down, kind of teased like he was like, maybe I will, maybe I won't. Yeah. And then he stood up, took off his fucking um, blazer. Yeah. And he had his, you know, the the black muscle shirt on, you know, and you know, fucking khakis or whatever. And he comes out and beats the shit out of Pat McAfee, which was like ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and like the finishing move was he punted a ball onto Pat McAfee's stomach in like the softest way because he's fucking 76. <laughs> and like, he kind of had like some muscle, you know, he like, he looked like a buff 76 year old. Yeah. But you're like, I don't want to hurt you because you're an old man. <laughs> you know, like,
1: <laughs> but still, that's such a dumb way to finish it.
0: And then stone cold came out again.
1: Oh my God.
0: And that's when I let the tears fall. Cause I was like, this is act. This is, this has to be the last time I'm ever going to see him. Yeah. You know, they were in Dallas, Texas, you know, where he's from. And you hear the the glass shatter, the, ksh, and then his music starts to play and then out comes him, you know, walking like he does, Yeah, you know, and everyone's like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, and then he ends up uh, getting the beers. He gives one to Vince McMahon. And then he kicks Vince McMahon, like, like stone cold, the, the first move of the stunner. Yeah. And Vince McMahon, dude, like, he, he like, stumbled and, like, couldn't find his balance because he's so fucking old. He bounced back off the ropes, came back, and then Stone Cold hit him with the stunner and laughed his ass off, you know, while it happened because he knew it was so bad. Yeah. You know, and then he, like, walked up to Pat McAfee, gave him a beer, and he was like, oh, cool, right?
1: And then he stunnered him, too.
0: (laughs) And then one of the other announcers came out and, um... He gave him a beer, let him drink most most of it, stunnered him. <laughs> and then there's a shot of it's a GIF now. It's of Pat McAfee just like laying on the ring, but like mouth open, beer just pouring down his mouth because he's like, I'm done. <laughs> you know? I'm,
1: he's like Oprah. Stunner for you. Stutter yeah, stunner for, for you. Everyone gets a stunner.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. And AEW has been pretty good right now. They're kind of like in the mix of storylines. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got like Wardlow coming after MJF. And um, there was the Battle of the Belts 2 last night. Yeah. It was a free mini pay per view that was on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, featured Thunder Rosa facing Nyla Rose. And Thunder Rosa retained her belt. Sammy Guevara faced Scorpio Sky and he got his T and Sammy Guevara got his TNT title back, which is like the television title, you know, mm-hmm. um, I don't know what other matches were on last night. I didn't even actually get to watch it. Um, I was busy fucking doing laundry, cleaning up the apartment, you know, cause we've got everyone coming over today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll be right back with our next segment. and we are back.
1: All right, time for the next topic. So, this is a topic I actually wanted to ask. Right. I'm wondering which movies would you like for there to be like a remake of, you know, you know that did bad but mm-hmm. they should be giving another chance.
0: Right. Okay. Or,
1: you know, a game as well.
0: Yeah, I really wish those upstairs neighbors would shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um so one there's a couple right because i my top 10 list favorite movies of all time is not the same as anybody else's i guarantee you <laughs> because it's full of dumb corny stupid movies some really good ones in there that people might you know like saving private ryan yeah you know but i've also got like biodome on my top 10 list huh. have you ever seen that no yeah, it's it's where paulie shore and um Ooh. One of the Baldwin brothers. We talked about this yeah. a
1: while back, yeah.
0: Yeah, they get trapped in the biosphere, Yeah. You know? Um. But I think, honestly, if I could remake a movie, like, say I'm at the helm. Yeah. Street Fighter. The oh. one from 1990, I think it was 1994. It had claude Van Damme playing um, Guile. Hmm. And... Um, Oh my gosh, why can't I think of his name? (laughs) Last name's uh, Julia. Um, He played the dad in the Adams Family movies.
1: Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't remember his name either.
0: And that was his last movie. Really? He died after that. Yeah. And he he was sick going into that. And he knew it was going to be his last movie. And he did it for his kids because his kids told him they want him to do that movie. And he played M. Bison, you know, the main bad guy. I love that movie. Just because of how fucking 90s and corny it is. (laughs) And I I honestly think if you were to take away the name Street Fighter Mm -hmm. and replace it with like United Nations Commando or something, something stupid,
1: it might be a decent movie. Oh, but just going in with the thought that it's Street Fighter.
0: This is Street Fighter. Yeah, You know, like Blanca looked horrible. You know, Blanca's the, the green dude with orange hair. Yeah. He just looked like a green caveman because they gave him that, like, uh, raised brow line that made his head look fucking caveman-like. Yeah. You know, and whatnot. Neanderthal. Oh Neanderthal. Yes. Yeah, it was really bad. I thought M. Bison was great. And I'm sorry, guys, if you can hear those kids fucking upstairs crying and stuff. I don't... I've put in so many complaints about my neighbors. It's ridiculous. But anyways, um, and I thought it was really funny casting Jean-Claude Van Damme as uh, guile because guile bleach blonde American dude, you know, from <laughs> in the air force or whatever. Yeah. And you get a guy from fucking Brussels. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's got the look. But as soon as he speaks, you're like,
1: "Yeah, no, fuck!"
0: <laughs> and then Ken and Ryu look nothing like Ken and Ryu. Ken isn't blonde, doesn't have long hair, and neither of them are fucking muscular at all. You know what I mean? And Ryu is like, like he's the main main guy. That yeah. when you think Street Fighter, you think Ryu. Unless you're a perv, you think Chun Li. You know. <laughs> I mean, Chun-Li is great, but <laughs> you know what's funny, dude, is the girl who played Chun-Li in Street Fighter is also the same girl who voiced Mulan.
1: Oh, the one that was Mi- in...
0: Ming-Na Wen, I think is her yeah, name. Yeah,
1: the one from um, uh, Book of Boba Fett, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um That's uh Fennec. Yeah. Yeah, yep. Um, it's crazy, but that, that was Chun-Li.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. Hmm. That, the movie's so old, dude. I think I was three when it came out. Dude, she aged well. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> um, But anyways, I think it, I would have to say Street Fighter just because there's so much good source material. Yeah. That could make a really good movie.
1: Cool. You know,
0: you just do it right. You do it proper. You, you know, sure, you've got this madman trying to take over the world, right? Yeah. But then you center it around a fighting tournament. Do it properly, kind of like, do you ever see Bloodsport?
1: I think I did.
0: That was a breakout movie for Jod Clyde Van Damme yeah. as well. And, you know, you've got all these fighters with different styles coming from all over the different parts of the world, mm-hmm. you know. But then you also got to make it a little more fantasy-like. And when I say fantasy-like, I mean like Mortal Kombat because you've got characters like Dalsam, the Yoga Fire, you know. Oh, yeah. Who can like fucking stretch super far or whatever. Yeah. You know, so you make it kind of like a little more like not so grounded in reality, but well, I also...
1: Mean, Ryu has a freaking Hadouken move. Yeah, Hadouken! And then a ball of light.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like a cheap-ass Kamehameha. Yeah. <laughs> it moves so slow. I love how <laughs> slow it moves across the screen that you can jump over it.
1: Can you imagine if they did that in the movie? Yeah. Instead <laughs> of coming out that like really fast, it's just like...
0: Did you ever watch the uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Yeah. Do you remember the moon Moonanites.
1: moon Knights, Those little... Fucking dudes that look like they came from those old school fucking yeah. games. We we are the Moon Knights. Yeah. We are going to take over your planet.
0: They had this fucking gun and it would shoot like a a, a brick. You know, it was mm. like, it was, it was one pixel. Oh and yeah. And it would move so slow. And Carl's like, like just standing there when they try to shoot him. Right. And he's like, that thing moves so slow. I don't know. I'm just going to stand here for a minute. Yep. Still alive. You know, but, um, anyways, it's, I don't know. Can you imagine that? <laughs> yeah. Like the Duke and Musa was fucking slow in the game. I would imagine they would probably do a better job or whatever, but, um, yeah, I man, what about you? Uh,
1: I went all over the place right there, fucking <laughs> Moon and Knights and Carl and shit out. Before I go on the line, though, I was going to ask, what about a game though? A
0: game that like, you'd... I would hope to be done better.
1: Or just like remake or remaster. Okay. You know, kind of kinda of like the Final Fantasy Final Fantasy VII treatment, basically.
0: Gotcha. Um, honestly, Conflict Desert Storm. Or SOCOM. One or the other. Huh. Conflict Desert Storm was a really good game based um during the Gulf War.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, with the Kuwait invasion and whatnot. The game is so fucking fun. It stands up to the test of time. It's a squad-based shooter. You have, I think, you and three or four other guys in combat, and you can switch between them. You can pick out your classes, and even though it's a set class, you can still change out your weapons and stuff. Oh, So, like, sometimes in missions, Mm -hmm. I would just take out my M16 or whatever and replace it with a shotgun because I'm like, this is going to be a close quarters area, you know, whatever.
1: Clear the room real quick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then SOCOM, much of the same, you know, stealth it's more or less stealth based. Yeah. But you still had the squad based um, military action going on. Mm-hmm. Those two games I felt kind of had their own little war going on because they they both came out around the same time. Yeah. You know, same kind of <clears throat> gameplay and whatnot. But those games are really fun and they're really fun couch co-op too. I can't speak for for couch co-op on Socom because I don't know if it supports that, but Ward mm-hmm. and I um I was gonna do like a video game series where it's like Super Saturdays, and we'd play. It would be a couch co-op themed video uh, every week. Never really got past the first episode because it's real. That was when I lived in Red Rock, oh, and I yeah. was miles from everybody else. Yeah. You know, <laughs> See, but um,
1: I miss games like that though. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. The ones the games are yeah, they were shooters and all that, but at the same time. They they try to incorporate different elements to try to make it different than other games. Mm-hmm. I miss how they did that back then. And I but... believe
0: So SoCOM was online capable. I'm not sure about uh, Conflict Desert Storm, but Conflict Desert Storm and Conflict Desert Storm Two were really good games. Mm-hmm. Like I can still remember some of the missions like to this day. They're really fun. Like the first mission in Conflict Desert Storm has you in the Kuwait invasion part, and you gotta like go across this bridge and you know do this and that like it's really fun really fun game and i think that is a forgotten not like a hidden gem by any means because it was a very popular game people you know it was got enough um it did well enough to get some sequels i think that would be my answer for sure what about you for Uh, for movie
1: for movie well i'll go with movie first um course i'm gonna throw out you know the the dragon ball z movie first oh (laughs) man
0: that fucking is solid right there i know because dragon ball evolution
1: under the right hands that movie could be at least half decent yeah nowhere near as horrible as it was when it came out oh my god that movie's terrible
0: i was there opening day you poor bastard i went right after school it was a half day on a friday (laughs) oh i feel bad for you i was like one of five people in the theater dude (laughs) yeah it was bad
1: there's that one I also want to do for uh, Avatar Last Airbender. You know, that one, I feel like they should switch it over from movie to just TV show live action. That right. way they'll be able to fit everything that they want to fit.
0: I'm going to sneeze right now.
1: <laughs> Bless you. Woo!
0: Sorry, listeners. At least I warned you.
1: <laughs> so, you know, of course, Avatar already... <laughs> It happened again. Sorry. No warning that time. Oh, nuts. Avatar Last Airbender. But one movie. It's kind of random. it's actually another John Cobb movie. Is it really is... Universal Soldier?
0: Oh, okay. I was gonna say Time Cop, uh, <laughs> that's, that's a good movie, but yeah, Universal Soldier is pretty rad.
1: I feel like like it was a great movie back then, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it was not bad at all. I could re that movie again and be like, oh, right, yeah, fucking, I loved it, but. It's one of those movies where I feel like it would be enhanced so much more with, like, the technology we have nowadays for making sure. movies. yeah. Like, I want to see what they'd be able to pull off with that.
0: So, that franchise has spawned so many fucking, like, straight-to-DVD sequels. Really? Yeah. Um, I w- I'm pretty confident in saying that the last sequel came out within the last five to eight years. But they're straight-to-DVD. And you would never know about them because straight to DVD, straight to DVD. Like they
1: yeah. would
0: have, they would have done well on like Redbox's early days because that's all Redbox had back in the day. It was like yeah. these B movies and shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I remember watching one and
0: two. <clears throat> I mean, I'm gonna pull it up here on my phone real quick. But
1: I don't remember.
0: Wow, that's I crazy, was... Jamie. Pull that shit up. I do Because,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, if I remember correctly, I remember one and two. I don't remember if there was a three or not, but if you told me there was past the three, I'd be like, what the hell? And how many are there?
0: Let me see. I've got it pulled up. Universal Soldier, the first one, came out in 1992 with Jacques Klein Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren. Then there was number two in 1998, number three in 1998, uh, Universal Soldier, The Return in 1999. That one had Goldberg in it.
1: What? Yeah, I have to watch that. Yeah. I have to watch that.
0: Then there was Universal Soldier Regeneration in two thousand nine.
1: Actually, you know what? I've seen Reg- Regeneration. Have you? Yeah, it's just it was one of those movies I just completely forgot about.
0: And Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning in twenty twelve.
1: Wow, that's actually like and not that one too brought
0: back Dolph Lundgren.
1: Wow, that was only ten. That was ten years ago.
0: Yeah. So, are you I know,
1: gonna watch all those? I just want to see what it there. I wanted,
0: you know, what we should do during the summer, man, is have like a like what we did last year, do like movie night every weekend, but we should do like a series, you know, like because last time we did Austin Powers and the Naked Gun, and oh I, yeah, I think you guys did a scary movie that one time. I couldn't go because I was I forgot which one it was. I was busy. It was like one of the Conjuring movies. No. I yes. Was it the, the Devil Made Me Do It or something like that? That was oh, what yeah. you guys Watch.
1: I, call it the I was during. busy. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, but um, I'm trying to see here. I'm just going through John Claude Van Damme's. uh Dude, I, would,
1: I would love to go through a whole John Claude Van Damme like movie marathon. Dude, he's done so many fucking movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, Universal Soldier would be cool, man. I, I think like with a like like say like Paramount produces the movie you like it needs a big studio to really bring back that movie oh yeah because like right now you've got the old fans of the movie the original <laughs> and then you've got people like me who grew up with that kind of action star film yeah and then you've got people who have never heard of it before but an interesting premise because it was like a politically f- fueled movie. You know, you've got the government um, basically reanimating dead, dead people, dead soldiers, yeah. you know, and then putting fucking robotics and shit in them.
1: Controlling them and all. That. Yeah.
0: Which, I mean, it was totally a, a play on how the government, you know, the military abuses the soldiers. Yeah.
1: I think it was the second or third one where Jean-Claude Van Damme is like completely free of it. Like, like, in the beginning, he yeah. has slight, they have slight control over him, mm-hmm. but he's, at the end, like, by the end, he's, like, completely yeah. free, helping other soldiers. The
0: first one, man, the opening scene where they're, like, at the Hoover Dam. Yeah. That was so cool. I know. Where they're just, like, fucking, they're tearing shit up, you know, and stuff. Oh.
1: One of my favorite th- uh, things about it is, like, you know, they put him in the cold room and, like, all their wounds would heal. I was like, what? Right. I remember as a kid, I was like, oh, my God, that's it, mind-blowing. You know what's
0: funny, dude, is I actually... um. So when I went up to Seattle in September 2020, Mm -hmm. uh, I was staying with Metal Jesus at his place. And we went and we got like fresh, like seafood and stuff. And we went back to his place and we watched Universal Soldier. (laughs) (laughs) Were you eating octopus? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. What about, okay, so a game for you?
1: A game. Let's see. That would get the um, Final Fantasy VII treatment. Yeah. Honestly? Hmm. Let me think. I had one in mind earlier, but I was like, you uh, know, what? not that it. one. One I would really like to see get it. Mm-hmm. It's kind. Of, it's not a super long game or anything, but we talked about it before. Okay. Omega Boost. Okay. Yeah. Like PS One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that one? Yep. Fucking like that Gundam style gameplay. I would yeah. really like to see that one get, you know, remade.
0: Omega Boost opening cutscene for the game. Is so fucking epic. I know. Where it's got the dude like walking up to the mech and everything. It's like a, a full motion video, yeah. you know. Oh, dude! And then it like goes into battle. Omega Boost is a really cool game. I it know. was like a really big game back then, but it never went anywhere.
1: Yeah, I know. Wasn't it supposed? Wasn't it originally like a, like one of those like test demo type things? what do you call them. Where it was like a, a... tech demo? Tech demo, there we go.
0: It might have been, I don't know.
1: But then they just kind of released it as its own little standalone. But honestly, I would love to see them, you know, not just remake it, but expand on it. Because yes. there was only, what, like 10 bosses that you fought?
0: I actually, I never played the game all the way through.
1: <coughs> it's been such a long time. Because I remember there was, it was literally just boss fights. Right. And it was just... Oh, small amount of them mm-hmm. i mean of course you know if you got good at it you'd beat them really quick but if not right if you're were, you're were kind of bad at it you wouldn't know what you were doing it'll take a while to fight them yeah but honestly i would love for them to add a little bit more story to it just mm-hmm. not a lot because that game just alone was fun yeah you didn't really need too much story yeah but at least i want to know what the fuck those things were right you know what i mean yeah it's like where do they come from and all that why yeah. are they fighting them yeah. i want at least know that
0: yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I think that cool. would even make a good um like Netflix series. Yeah, like an episodic series, you know.
1: Like if they did it kind of like Castlevania.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying live action.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Because have you ever
0: seen Pacific Rim?
1: Yeah. That
0: was a fucking dope ass movie. Yeah. You know, granted, it had like Guillermo del Toro as the director.
1: He still did a great job. Oh there. yeah,
0: yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like even if you don't have someone like him, like. You got to have someone like him to make that. But what I'm saying is, dude, like, people love fucking giant mechs.
1: Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Like, Japan has a fucking full-size Gundam um, a Repl- statue or replica or whatever.
1: Yeah, because that actually kind of moves. It's not, like, fully, fully functioning. But right. It moves.
0: Yeah like, yeah, like, people love mechs. People love kaiju, you know, like, just yeah. giant fucking monsters and shit. That's why Godzilla and King Kong are so fucking popular. Yeah. But um, I think a, a live series, episodic, you know, even if it's just like a limited series where it's one, one season, for that example, still would be cool. Because I mean, it
1: it fit. Yeah, it's a it's a short game, anyways. Yeah, that would fit.
0: Yeah, you make each episode like an hour. You know, you make it, you you release, uh, chunks of it at a time. Okay. So you make it last one year. So you do like, the first two episodes be like an hour and a half each or an hour each and then a couple months later you do the next two and then so on and so forth to make it like end yeah you know i think that would be pretty cool man um omega boost is such a cool game it was one of the titular titles for the ps1 and i'm surprised it never really as far as my knowledge goes i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna pull a jamie and pull that shit up right now (laughs) uh omega boost. I'm going to see if it got any other sequels. I don't really think it did. Yeah, Dude, the fucking did. cover for this game it was
1: so cool. I know. This
0: giant fucking gun from this fucking mech and that was like the shoulder cannon thing. Yeah. Dude, oh, the op- the opening cutscene for that game was well over like 2 minutes.
1: Oh yeah. But like, it was worth It was
0: it was awesome.
1: It was worth watching every single oh, yeah. second of it. Yeah.
0: You know what, man? I I wonder how much that game goes for. Look at that. There's a fan art image of the Mac. Oh,
1: that's so cool. See, that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, like the fan art can be that good. Can you imagine what a company could do with that?
0: Yeah. I'm going to look up on price charting what that game goes for right now. Because I feel like I want to buy it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Omega Boost.
1: Wait, are the PS2 Slims backwards compatible? Still? Yeah. Oh, I need to get a Mo- Omega Boost. Okay, well.
0: it's it it goes for thirty six dollars complete. That's not bad. I was that's, expecting yeah. a lot more.
1: Yeah, that's actually not bad. I wouldn't mind for that game. I would not mind playing.
0: If you buy I'm it really loose, it averages for seventeen sixty. But I would want it complete.
1: Oh yeah, I mean at that price,
0: brand new sealed, it only goes for uh, sixty three ninety nine. Pretty much the same
1: price as a brand new game anyway. So.
0: Yeah, all things considered. Yeah. I mean, even fucking cheaper than a PS5 game. Not all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that, man. That's a good pick. That was something I I didn't even. Um...
1: It's because it's one of those games where it's like if you if you weren't a huge fan of it back then, mm-hmm. you'd end up forgetting it. You know, even as a fan, you kind of don't really think about it. Yeah, but that's one of those games that really got me into. Uh, you know, gaming, mm-hmm. like, big time.
0: I think w- another one I would consider would be Bloody Roar. You ever play that?
1: Mm-mm. It was a
0: PS1 fighting game, and it was a th- 3D polygonal fighter. Yeah. You know, it kind of played like a uh, Soul Calibur, Ooh, where you yeah. can, like, kind of, like, roam around a little bit in the arena. Yeah. But the niche of this game was that you could turn into a beast.
1: Ooh, that sounds cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So once you would reach like a certain amount in a, in a, one of the meters, you could turn into a uh, animal that was specific to that character. Like one dude turned into like a fucking frog guy kind of thing. Huh. Another dude turned into like a werewolf kind of thing. Another one was like a lion kind of like, but they were all anthropomorphic. So they were like humanoid. Yeah. They still kept their, you know, two legs, whatever. It was a really fun game. And it went up to the PS2? There might have been one for the PS3. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that was a a cool game that I think could get a reboot. I would say reboot.
1: Yeah, that that definitely be interesting.
0: It looks like the last one came out in 2003 for the PS2. Ooh,
1: that yeah, was almost 20 years ago.
0: Yeah, I have. I currently own Bloody Roar 2 on the PS1, and that was the one that I like. I really oh. like. So yeah, like even here's a screenshot of like the frog or iguana looking dude fighting like a rabbit person.
1: Yeah, that does look pretty cool.
0: But see, like if you take too much damage or whatever, or your meter runs out, you turn back into your human form.
1: Awesome. So you're not
0: always stuck in that.
1: Oh kind of like balance that out a little.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's another screenshot. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um yeah, man. I think uh I think that'll be it for this episode of the podcast. We'll skip over uh, we'll skip over that and save it for the next one. All right. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe. Give us a thumbs up, a review. Uh, I'll try to get this onto YouTube as well. And hopefully this is on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app. Um, I am using currently – or we are using Anchor by Spotify. It is a really cool, free-to-use uh, platform to – Edit your podcast, create it, and spread it all throughout podcast goodness. This is No Way, In Shape, or Form sponsored by Anchor. I just think Anchor is a really cool tool to use. This is our first one on it. You can find me on Twitter, at BuffNerd, and you can also find me on Instagram, at NerdyNick underscore 91 on there. I just post whatever I feel like posting. You can also find me on YouTube with the username nerdy Nick underscore 91, where I don't only just post podcast episodes, but also video episodes as well, where I do my whole nerdy Nick shtick. Sometimes they are themed and sometimes they are not, but that's where you can find me. Josh.
1: I don't really get on social media, so (laughs) I'm enigma.
0: Josh is, uh, you can find him on iFunny as the sauce man. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Always checks his phone at 3 o'clock.
1: Oh, my God. That's you. What are you talking
0: about? <laughs> Mine doesn't even do that anymore. Anyways, guys, this has been the N Squared Podcast. Thank you so much for watching or listening. Um, make sure to like this again. You know, comment. Let us all know what you think. Uh, we'll re- we will read your reviews. If you have any questions that you want answered on the next episode, make sure to shoot me a DM on Twitter, at BuffNerd. And you will get your question featured and answered on the next episode. Just like Crooked Does Stuff, Brian from Drink a Beer, Play a Game, and my fiance Brittany. Again, this has been the N Squared Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time.